Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, but trying to not let the funk out. What'd you think about this ring? Yeah, I, I'm showing I'm showing a little bit of respect to this hurricane. I did go out and buy some water and I bought some canned beans and some soup. Uh but I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll um I'm interested to see how it plays out. I know that it's yeah, it's gonna we're gonna get a lot of rain. Um and LA is not does not have the infrastructure for, for rain, so yeah. Hopefully it's not too too bad. But I think I just I just think it's gonna be a heavy rain. We'll be all right. That's what I think too. That's all right. Yeah. And it's it's only gonna last, you know, a day or two, maybe two, maybe two. So couple hours. I think it's gonna rain all day and it's gonna stop at night. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, I was just I was just thinking about everybody. I I'll put on Twitter for everybody in LA not to tweet about the weather tomorrow because mm-hmm. all they wanted to hear about is how we gonna be struggling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck them. Fuck, don't give them a fuck the people. <laughs> This is the quintessential Browns podcast. QBP. Welcome back, QBP. We are back to, for another episode of the quintessential Browns podcast. I am one of your hosts, Yusuf Ali. That is our other host, Jake Solomon. Oh, yeah. And this is probably the last episode until the season starts. Because I mean, it's one more preseason game, but we ain't we don't got to do a whole episode for that last. Nah, the the fourth preseason game is a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, it's, little, it's, little dress it's, rehearsal. Well, not even. I mean, no, it's, yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's just it's for those guys that are on the cusp of making the team, and they're they're just trying to see who's going to make that fifty three man roster. So. It's, yeah, we're not we're not gonna see any starters that game, I don't think. So no, no. So this is it. This is the preseason episode. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you want to say before we officially get into it? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if I have any opening thoughts. It's preseason, so there's not. You know, I don't know how much I want to look into too much, but yeah, we, we I've got some some shit to talk, but no, nothing overall. It's preseason. I'm not gonna get. I'm I'm gonna save all my emotions for the regular season. That's what I'm trying to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is basically the last time for emotionless football. <laughs> so That's with right. that said, uh let's just get into it. QB Pierce. You need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. With Kelly in motion. Thompson Robinson firing. Open man down the left side, and it's complete inside the Eagles 20. He went up top. at Cedric Tillman, who in effect was their top draft pick this year. Penny, I think, represent a, a big upside. That one's up high, and it's going to be picked off. That throw sailed once again, and Ronnie Hickman comes down 
with the football. That's another good throw and catch. Having no trouble getting open is Austin Watkins Jr. And four. Here comes the blitz. Thompson Robinson firing and complete. I got to tell you, I never thought as he went back to throw that that ball was going to get there in time. Like, like DTR. DTR looked like he had ultimate confidence. He just, he hits his back foot, boom. He lets that thing ride into tight windows, too. Like, he's not scared at all. It does not matter how DTR does at quarterback. It does not matter how the Browns do or how Deshaun Watson does. Deshaun Watson is going to be standing in shotgun for that Browns team regardless of how it goes. Mm -hmm. So if you see what you got out of this DTR guy, let's figure out a little spot to put him on the field. Week one. They, that, that first month of the season, Chubb's got to be healthy. Watson's got to be healthy. Cooper's got to be healthy. Going in to week one at home against Joe Burrow, and we're wondering about his calf. Let them deal with that. Let the Browns come in healthy and start blowing doors off of people because they can't. Who the hell are the Cleveland Browns going to be? Because they, if they come out of the chute and run it down your throat and Deshaun Watson extends play, can the Browns do this? And one thing I don't think we'll be hearing from Cleveland and man, do I hear that? Did I hear this last year and the year before from any Browns fan that takes in oxygen and breathes out carbon dioxide? Boy, did they hate their defensive coordinator with a passion. Mm -hmm. Who the hell are the Cleveland Browns? I have no idea, and I can't wait to see it play out. You are the best. Don't forget it. You're the best. All right. Um... Well, we played, we just played the Eagles. Who did we play last week? The Jets? Played the Jets. No, played the Jets in the first one, and then we played. Uh, and then the Eagles. No, I feel like we're missing. No, no, no. We're missing. The Commanders. Played the Commanders. The commanders. Yeah, we played the Commanders, then just played the Eagles. I was about to say we just played the green teams. But anyway, <laughs> um, I guess everybody pretty just just ready to get Deshaun back to, you know, a full season with a full off season. And so like they said he was gonna play so he was gonna start the Eagles game and he played like what, a drive, a two two drives or something like that, maybe. He he did not play at all in the Eagles game. The commanders game he he played a series yeah, and that was it. Game. Yeah series he threw he didn't even throw the ball. Just ran a few times. Yeah, not too I mean he he threw it he threw it like three times or something. And yeah, they did some like RPO stuff. I think that they wanted to try, but um, they, you know, they looked really good on that drive with Deshaun. I don't think it ended in points, but it did look really good. We were moving the ball. Things were coming out fast, which is what you want to see. Um, so I was, I was very pleased with how the offense looked. You can tell with this with the ones in there it it looks completely different from that run first approach that we've been doing the last few years under Stefanski so it's interesting to see how much this offense is going to is going to change this year yeah and uh it looked like he he not trying to take all the bulk of the play call look like he's trying to let some people mm -hmm. yeah you know put put their input in too and do their job as assistants what they supposed to do like fuck it yep. Help, motherfucker! Help mm -hmm. me out. <laughs> do you see yeah. something I don't? So, mm -hmm. so that that's good. And on the defensive side, uh, from what I'm hearing, the national media's all the talking heads, all the podcasts, all the other those other fake Browns podcasts 
Um, but yeah, they all agree that the defense is looking pretty, pretty solid, pretty, pretty all right for for you know a little sample that we got so far. But I've been, I've been again not trying to invest too much into uh, preseason. However, I think it's been very obvious our our schemes look way better. The the blitzes and and just the overall. Uh, um, how we're attacking the in the trenches it just it looks clean it looks like we look like a competent defensive team and we're getting we've had turnover again it's preseason i know but we've gotten turnovers mm-hmm. we had six sacks in the last preseason game again mm-hmm. i know it's preseason however mm-hmm. i think there's already a big shit you can you can tell just schematically like the way that guys are blitzing you know faking an outside uh edge rush and then you know hitting in the inside in the a gap is it they just they look like they know what they're doing and from what every uh player interview i haven't read or listened to a lot of them but a lot of them talk about how freeing this system is for them and so it's 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 been really uh exciting to see that and i think you know the players too like you know it's it's got to feel more free for them to kind of just be able to go out there and play and not have to do whatever the fuck Joe Woods was trying to get them to do. Yeah, man. Jim Schwartz is such an upgrade over, mm-hmm. over, you know, even, even, um, uh, what you call it? What's the guy? Rich Eisen even pointed it out. Like he even overheard how much he must, he must've heard our podcast. Cause he, he, he said he heard <laughs> how much the Browns fans wanted to get rid of, Oh boy, last year, oh Joe Woods, yep. and yeah, he must have heard our segment. He did, man. Rich Eyes, a big, big time <laughs> fan of uh, QBP. He is. Yeah. Anybody? I know with the it's just off season, but any, I mean preseason. But anybody kind of stand out? Any of the new guys? Any of the rookies standing out? Cause I got a few. Uh, on the def- I'll, I'll just keep it on the defense for now. Um, yeah, I'll start with. I like. My my boy Ronnie Hickman, he's had a yeah. pick every every game, uh, yeah. and we we've had to be close to to last in the league under Joe Woods with any sort of turnovers, whether it's forced fumbles or just interceptions, man. So we need playmakers. So, um, yeah, he he stood out to me. And then um, what's that one dude? That linebacker, uh, diabetes or whatever was it? Diabate. Diabate. Diabetes. He, he That's he's also true. looked I I I like the way he plays a lot too. He he kind of reminds me a little bit of uh uh of JOK in that he's like very fast and quick to the ball and like kind of just runs on instinct. So I like seeing that that pace, man. We need a we need a linebacker that can, you know, cause disruption in the backfield. We've never really had a linebacker that's been able to We've never had like who's the best linebacker we've had in the last since we came back. Who is the the best? Uh, that Andre Davis dude, maybe. Andre Davis. Remember him? He was like number fifty-four. Yeah, I remember. I remember Andre Davis. Uh-huh. Yeah, it could be him. I mean, I guess statistically, like the maybe only consistent Pro Bowler. Yeah, I was I was trying to think like who was who was a Pro Bowl linebacker? Obviously, Joe Schobert, Pro Bowl Joe, but. Uh, I don't know. Even then, you know, I, I think that might have been more of a system thing. Oh, where, where'd you go? 
I was saying uh, Joe Schobert, Pro Bowl Joe. Yeah, Pro Bowl Joe. I used to call Pro, him Pro Bowl Joe. Pro Bowl Joe. I think that's why I said it, because I heard you say it. But Move either on. him, while well, he was he was good, he made you know solid tackles. I, I still don't know that he would be – I don't know. I don't know who are our best. Fuck up. Let me see. So you got definitely him, Andre Davis. Who else stood out at linebacker? You we could say old... you could say Dequell Jackson was solid. Dequell Jackson was he definitely was... solid. He wasn't a Pro Bowl, but he was almost not like Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. He he Dequell Jackson did what he needed. He made tackles, but he in terms of like diagnosing a play or something like that, you know, you never saw him do like Ray Lewis type. You know, Ray Lewis is in his own league, but you know, nobody did yeah. stuff like you know he was. I don't think the Browns have had a guy that is just able to like read plays and go, you know, end to end and, and, you know, and so point being, uh, Dibiate or whatever. McGinnis, he had an old McGinnis, but he was old. He was old, man. Nah, he, he wasn't doing it. He wasn't doing it. Point being, yeah. I, I think Dibiate and, or however you say his name, diabetes and, uh, and Hickman, I think on the defensive side, they've impressed me the most. That's exactly who I wrote down to. And, uh, I, I didn't write his name, but number 90, I like how he was getting at the quarterback, like a line, like a big defensive end type of guy. And number 94, I think, had a couple of big plays. Hmm. So, and either way it goes, those are backup. You're not even talking about the Ladariuses yeah. and the Miles and all this type of shit. So, yeah, I think I think we should we should be solid on defense. And on the offensive side. Uh, the, the new guys helping. I didn't know that Tillman and DTR went to the same high school. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. To, to well, end up. Are they the both? Ca- are they both California? They're California. No. Oh. Um, they from Nevada actually. I thought they was from California too. They from Vegas. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, so they went to the same high school. Ended up in different colleges, different situations, different draft rounds, and all that. But ended up on the same team. Like that's that's pretty fucking cool. And they had a pretty good connection in the Eagles game. And that number eighty, that Watkins kid, he caught some good tight passes in between on defenses, on coverage. Like, yeah. Who is it? We gotta keep this kid. Whoever he is, we gotta keep him. I like yeah. him. Yeah, I I like I I agree. I think those have definitely been the most impressive guys. Um on offense, I'll throw in uh tackle Dewan Dewan Jones. The... Yeah, I got him. I wrote him down. He stood out. Number one, he literally physically stood out. Like I told Jill, I said, <laughs> yeah. come here and tell me and look at how big this dude is compared to everybody else on this yeah. screen. He just was like so much bigger than everybody else on the line. That yeah. was crazy. And then I was like, it's gonna have a hard they're gonna have a hard time getting around him. And then a couple plays later, a dude went went real low and got around him. I said, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I guess if you get low enough, you probably yeah. can get around him. They're they going to teach him. They're going to teach him. Yeah, that. but yeah, he, he's a rookie, though, and I think I think there's enough yeah. to be, you know, he, he could potentially be a steal. He was a, was he a fifth-round pick or something like that? So, yeah, yeah, late, late, late. Late, late round, yeah. So, big boy. Um, he, yeah, he he's a big guy. Again, it's preseason, but I think there's enough like potential there. Um, given like his size and like the you know the the wingspan he has, that's gonna be uh I think 
a, a nice skill for him to have. Uh, I've really liked Dorian Thompson, Thompson, uh, Thompson Robinson, DTR. He's been really fun to watch. Makes me confident in that if Deshaun were to go down, you know, we could have a, and he's, he's going to be third string, right? Is that no, they, I think they elevated him to two already. They, they're talking about him being our number two. He's already jumped really? ahead of mine. But, and um, who's the uh, other guy? Well, that who's was my thing. Guy? I thought that's why I thought Josh Dobbs, although I'm surprised no. we haven't seen him play. Yeah, why he, haven't we? You know, is he hurt at all? No, no, remember, he played, he played uh, in, the, in, the, in the Washington game. He just, he, did? Huh. he just, uh, he just fell out of. He he third or fourth string. He not he not better than DTR, and uh, I don't think they think he better than Mons. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I missed. I think I missed that part where he stepped in. But uh, yeah, point being, no, no, you did. I just I just saw the stat sheet. He did. He threw a pick. Uh, but D, DTR and and Watson have a a similar skill set. Um. And yeah, it was really exciting to see him play well. I, I thought he did really well considering he's a rookie and he was going against they were saying that the Eagles had their first first stringers out there. He was going against yeah, their the starters. First, in the first quarter, yeah, definitely in the first quarter. Yeah, and he was moving the ball. He was blocking, which uh, you know, I don't yeah. really like my quarterbacks, but I mean, I I get you wanna you so know make tough. a name. Yeah, I get that, but like, yeah, if you're gonna try to be uh yeah, I mean, maybe he also is like, I'm not seeing the field this year. I'm sitting behind Deshaun. So, uh, but he's been he's looked uh, really good. Cedric Tillman, I love. I love big receivers. That he reminds me of of a of a DK Metcalf, like the size and um, you know the ability to to get open. Maybe he doesn't have the speed, but um, I really like what he could bring to the table. We have not had a big target, you know, outside of. Njoku we don't have a big target like that so I could definitely see Tillman being a red zone threat you know if we do some sort of you know post routes or any sort of corner route that um, he could just kind of go up and get it I love that and he's looked really good I've been really impressed with him and I think he potentially could be another steal but yeah I think those are the those are the guys and you said Watkins he's you know catching everything so he's also looked really good um yeah, those are the guys that I've been impressed. Those four. Um, I was surprised to see Anthony Swartz out there because I thought he got cut. I could have swore they said he got cut. Nope. Yeah, he's um. His last game was probably his best game. I I think they'll end up cutting him. If you're saying we can keep this guy Schwartz, who's super super fast, or we can get people that can catch the ball. <laughs> You know who are you gonna take, and I just I think already would take Watkins over him already. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you have to. I don't. I I haven't seen any consistency from Schwartz outside of him being fast. I don't think his routes are there. I don't. I don't think he has the, as they say, the dog in him to, to be an NFL wide receiver. I just I don't think it's there. So. And he's not—he has not had a great preseason. He had that fumble that one time. He that one touch he got in like the first preseason game. So he's—he's he's definitely struggled. So, um, yeah, I would take Watkins too. I—I I think I've seen enough here to feel like this guy is a good route runner. He's got you know better hand, definitely better hands than 
uh, Anthony Schwartz. So. And um, the last observation before we move on, because I think I just uh, we're gonna have a good metaphor. I came up with a we didn't do one last pod, but I got one for this week a metaphor for the week. But um, before we move on to that, uh, I think I think it's safe to say Felton is a solid, solid, if not improvement on Kareem Hunt. I I mean, I'm not gonna say he's better than Kareem Hunt, but I will say. He should help us not miss Kareem Hunt. I, I leave it at that. Yeah, uh, you know, I think I'll, I feel like Kareem Hunt didn't have a great year last year, but uh, no, he, he was, wasn't he hurt? Wasn't he kind of hurt a lot? He, like he, he wasn't himself. He wasn't one hundred percent. So like, and he's yeah. like another year older, so we get this younger kind of yeah. younger version of him. So I take it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, yeah, I I do like Demetri Felton, but they're they're saying Jerome Ford is our our spellback. He's our he's our our second string running back, but he's just hurt. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. If, if Ford is if Ford is bearing a Felton, then cool. But I like I I've yeah. seen what Felton can do. Felton can catch it a little bit out the backfield like Kareem mm-hmm, Hunt did. Mm-hmm. Yep. He like the manager, like poor man's Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like, like you said, you know, Kareem Kareem Hunt's older now. He's you know, maybe he's still got something left in the tank. Uh, it's possible, but uh, yeah, I think the running back. I I trust our running back room, and I also think it's going to be easier of a year on on Nick Chubb in some ways because I don't think there's going to be as much of a run focus. I th- I think he'll he'll catch he'll probably catch more balls this year because he's coming out of the backfield and stuff. But we've seen him do that before, and um, you know, he he could potentially be in every down back, but. Um, yeah, I, I trust our our running back room a lot. I think I think we're we're okay there, and I, and I think just in general our, our offensive line is really well coached. So, yeah. it'll be all right. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that was our observations for the preseason thus far, and might as well add that to the last game. All right. So let's do a, a metaphor of the week, and I thought of it when we was talking early in the intro and in the beginning of the show. Uh, the metaphor of the week is how this game, watching this game, and how meaning, like how meaningless and emotionless this game was. So, um, the metaphor will be like uh, this game, you know, watching a meaningless, emotionless game. How does it feel to watch a meaningless, emotionless game? It was like watching. Uh, <laughs> it was like watching. It was like watching a bad sketch that one of your comedian friends, <laughs> like they asked you to watch it for them, and they send it to you on your on your phone. They send you a link to their YouTube, and you watch it, and it's just not funny. <laughs> but you, you don't want to say nothing because they're your friend, so you just <laughs> tell them you're gonna watch it, and you just never get back to it. You never reply to them, but you actually <laughs> watch it. You don't want to tell him it's bad. You just right. don't tell him nothing. <laughs> so, like, mm. this game was a big – I'm just not going to say nothing. <laughs> I like that. I think – all right, so this was this was something I don't care about right, <laughs> right. now. Eventually I will, but right now I, I don't, don't really care. So oh, I'm going to say – I'm going to say this is like – this is like you – uh leaving your apartment and someone 
is taking your parking spot, but you're mm-hmm. leaving. So you're like, mm-hmm. all right, I mean, I'm gone. It don't really matter. I don't need that spot. <laughs> but eventually I will return. I'll be back and I'm going to need my spot. So <laughs> I don't care what you do right now, but at some time, I will give a fuck. So yeah. that's that's yeah. how preseason was for me. I don't Perfect. really care in, in, in the short term. But eventually, I will care. Yeah, that was perfect. That was even better. Perfect. That was perfect. All right, now we're going to introduce a new segment to the QBP. Um, last year, we had a watch. We had a, we was watching old Joe Woods. So I think this year, after this preseason, it's only right. Not even after just this preseason. After this preseason and after the the last couple games last year, you probably should have started to watch. You was too busy worried about Joe Woods. But this time, we got all the focus on you. So, QB Peers, we're introducing this this year's 2023-2024 season watch. How long will K York get a chance to kick footballs in Cleveland? Because <laughs> right now, they say you don't have no competition. I'm pretty sure they're going to bring in somebody this week. This dude had two chances, not one, but two mm-hmm. chances to make a 40-yard, which is considered a layup in field goal standards. Yep. 40-yard yeah. field goal to win the game. To win the game, a meaningless game, who cares? <laughs> but to win this meaningless game yep. and still fucked up. <laughs> he, yeah, so he was, he made his first three. We're all feeling good. Like, hey, he... Turned it around, but <laughs> he missed his last two. One one official, but he missed two of them. And then prior to that, I think I think the Commanders game and the Jets game, he he also missed one. Right, he missed one both yeah. of those. So he's in preseason. Cade York stats are three for six, fifty percent. That is terrible. That is not. At all, what you want to see from your kicker, especially one that you drafted, you drafted when they forty something yard kicks. <laughs> yeah, that too, that too. Yeah, that that uh, that is it, it's a concern. It is, and I was trying to look at, I was trying to look at uh, other great kickers to see, like maybe their first two years are just really rough, and then you know Peyton Manning didn't start off as Peyton Manning he he had the record for most interceptions his his rookie year so like maybe there's another kick like I looked up Justin Tucker stats because I was like maybe maybe Justin Tucker had like a really tough like first few years he did not he did not he he uh I'll pull Justin Tucker I mean Justin Tucker I think we could say is probably the greatest kicker of all time unfortunately he's in our in our division um but he his first season, ninety point nine percent. His second season, ninety two point seven percent. He missed wow. three field goals his his rookie year. He missed three his uh, sophomore year. Um, his worst year, he missed seven field goals in twenty fifteen. Um, but outside of, I mean, again, th- this is comparing it to yeah, the goat of kicking. But it looks like you know if you're looking at him, it's like well. He's got it. He's always had it. And so I don't know what Cade York's deal is from what I'm hearing. Everything in practice is good. So 
he needs to see probably a sports psychologist or something. He needs to do some, I don't know, mushrooms or something. He he needs to go on some spiritual journey because this shit's not working. And as good as he was in last year's home, it's crazy. Last year's home opener, he won it for us. Five for five. Five for five against the Panthers on the road. And we're like, yes, we found our new Phil Dawson. We got him. We made the right call. And since then, man, people were saying how they were going to, you know, he'll never have to pay for a meal again in Cleveland. He's paying for meals now. Let me tell you, he's he's that discount is gone. He has not done anything really since then. So he, I, uh, I'm, I don't really want to, I don't know. I don't know if I have a prediction for what's going to happen to him. Like you said, I could see us bringing competition, but all in all, it is a concern. Yeah, the ultimate wait and see. So right now we waiting and we seeing, and he is the new, how long will he last watch this year? Unfortunately. Sorry, Cade. Well, we're not sorry. You sorry. <laughs> we sorry. You sorry. God damn it. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, to, for some brownie bits, right quick, just right quick, just a little little shits that's going around, a little extra shits to talk about. Number one, um, they did the Madden ratings, and Tyreek Hill came out and said that's how he uh, analyzed his opponents. That's how he get ready for the next game is he watch, he mm-hmm. look at their Madden ratings, and he watch them on Madden. <laughs> he figured that's how they're going to play in real life. So I don't know. These people really – these kids, this generation of football players who grew up playing Madden and all that shit, mm-hmm. they really take this shit serious. Like, so some of the Browns players, they show some of the – it was like rookies. and So I, I don't care about most of them guys, what they thought about their ratings. But Cedric Tillman, he got a rating already, and he had a 90 acceleration rating. I guess that's wow. good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. That's I, I thought it would be a little bit worse than that. But I, I don't know his uh... – Actually, let me look up. I'm going to look up uh, Cedric Tillman's uh, 40 time. I'm very curious how fast or not fast. Oh, he ran a 4.54. That's, that's not bad considering he's he, huge. Yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah, good. He was surprised. He was surprised himself when they told him it was a 90. Yeah. So. That's that's- I'm not good at Madden, so I've been stopped <laughs> playing years ago. People converting Madden. way too many fourth and longs. Once people kept, I couldn't stop people from converting fourth and 15s and fourth and 19s <laughs> and fourth and 30s. I'm like, man, I am terrible. I'm not playing this shit no it's, more. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to be really into Madden. I think I told you we, I would go to like tournaments and stuff. Like I, I loved Madden, but the last few years it's been terrible. Like it's been not only not realistic, but it's been like glitchy. There's been bugs and EA Sports is just, terrible they're awful i hate ea sports Man, shout out we, ea sports how bad you are we over the madden um mm-hmm. another thing i heard about i guess deshaun watson got into a fight with the eagles during one of the practices there are some some skirmishes yeah i think joe petonio said that they they uh had some cheap shots on on watson or something like that i don't know if he got into a Actual scuffle. I didn't see any video of that happening, but yeah, I mean, I, every year joint practices, man. There's always brawls, or maybe brawls is a little much, but there's always 
disagreements during joint practices. So he will have to have a tough skin because he's gonna be an easy target. He's gonna mm-hmm. be an easy target for everybody, especially verbally, especially since they can't really hit him hard. They definitely mm-hmm. gonna be talking shit to him. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is gonna be so easy to fuck with Deshaun Watson, man. Stay strong, man. Stay in stay in your <laughs> own head, man. Don't let that shit get to you, man. Yeah. Don't let yeah. that be the, the fucking downfall. Mm-hmm. They gonna fuck with you. Anybody got allegations, I, uh, I imagine it's hard to not get I will fucked say, with. I will say kind of a side note, but when I was watching DTR play, it kinda it, it's weird, but like it made me feel good. I'm like, oh, what if like what if DTR did get to start? Like I, I would feel, I feel like Browns could be rooted for again, and like <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the same amount of guilt that I have now because I don't know if you noticed, but like media really doesn't like talking about the Browns right now because of Deshaun, yeah. and yeah. which like I'm okay with, like I don't need them to talk about us or anything like that, and I like going under the radar, but I don't know when I was seeing DTR, I'm like, oh man, this be. If if it happens, you know, uh, you know he's he's one play away from playing, and you know maybe we maybe we could be a team to root for if yeah, I, I, I get it because he re, he do plays just like him, and mm-hmm. I was calling Deshaun Dick out Deshaun. This guy could be <laughs> Dick List Deshaun or, <laughs> or or Dick Tuck Right, Dick, Dick Tuck, Tuck Right. <laughs> he got his Dick Tuck Right. <laughs> Classy Dick Tuck right. But yeah, I mean, he definitely a solid backup. If some bullshit happens, I wouldn't feel bad about having this guy look like it looked like. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um I know Deshaun said like we're gonna go as far as I can take us this year, which you know is is probably true, but I do feel like what I've seen from DTR, granted, it's preseason, but I do think like the wheels wouldn't fall off completely. I think our offense could be I think our system could work well enough where, you know, maybe our defense does step up and like we yeah, we don't have to rely on our offense. So. At worst, it can be uh it can be a Lamar Jackson, uh what's their backup that's pretty good? Uh Huntley? Huntley? Is that Huntley. It? it could be a Lamar Huntley, I mean a Lamar Jackson Huntley situation where yeah. We got our guy that's really, really good, but just so is our backup just in case. So, yep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win. It's a win-win either way. Yep. So I ain't. Yep. That, that Huntley dude gets in and he win the games. So I ain't yep. shit. I ain't tripping. But um, yeah. I guess that's it. That's it for Brownie. Oh, and they want they tripping on which logo should go on the field. I don't care. Ooh, I, I, yeah. I, I say put the elf back on there. Yeah, I will put. I mean, unless they they think it's bad juju to have the elf on the field, I don't know that I want the that logo that dog on the field. Yeah, no, no, either the elf or the helmet. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But if they do the helmet, I want it to be the face mask with the white face mask. I just think that looks so much cleaner than like the the black one. Yeah, and I'm not making this a race thing. I just think I just think the white one looks. Looks better. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely stand out. It just yeah, right. it just feels like it, it, the 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 color coordination just feels it feels like it looks better. But but yeah, I, I don't know when they're supposed to make a decision on that. I think they're leaving it up to the fans again. So we'll have to see. Oh, and shout out to our white uniforms. I mean, our white helmets we gonna play in every now and then. 
Yeah, we got white unis. We're we're following uh the Bengals who followed us because we used to do that back but in the day. Also, you know what I noticed? Every every team got a third color this year, so it ain't yeah. just us. Yeah, it's not just us. But Bengals are saying that we like we copied them. Yeah, I feel special for I felt special for a second, but now everybody got one. All right, uh, final thoughts for the preseason and future th- future final thoughts included for the last preseason game. Um, I'm excited. Everybody looking good. If if we stay healthy, which is a big if. Even we don't. We got some solid backup. We got. Well, I think we got good backups at every position. You hate to see a starter go down, but I, I believe in all the new guys coming in. I believe in free agents. So I think we should be all right anyway. I think our ten and seven record should hold up from what I see. And um, I'm just I'm ready, man. I'm ready, ready to get old. Just shine, dick out the shine <laughs> into the playoffs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think I'm. After preseason, I think uh, if I have to be excited about an area, I actually feel like I'm more excited about the defense because I've seen it just look so much better than uh, what it was under Joe Woods. I think it's, it's very well documented that we both despise uh, Joe Woods, but I I think our defense has looked really, really well schematically and, and just personnel. It just feels like just feels like we have somebody that knows what they're doing, which is great. And you know what? Another thing I'll say, kind of a little bit of hot take, I might increase our win total from 10 and 7. I could see us maybe 11 and 6. I, I feel I like I've – I think I've been I've been very uh, pleased with, with preseason. So I think I think we have enough to, to maybe make some noise this year. Hell yeah. Well, fuck it. 11 and 6. 11 and 6. There it is. Well, until next week or till next episode, QB peers, I've been Yusuf Ali. That's Jake Solomon. We are out. Fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Yeah.